And that little light means I should start talking now. Yeah, notice how it's red and not green. Fuck off, Dave. I'm Angus and this dude's Dave. I am Dave and he's Angus. And we're in the studio this week and we got some crazy shit planned for the rest of the month. Yeah, and thankfully it's not all ice balls related. Oh, boo-hoo, Dave. What? I'm already sick of that shit. The key to seeking the ice balls is consistently thinking about the ice balls, Dave. Right, well, today on the show we got a whole bunch of crap. Yeah, we sat down and watched the brand new Predator movie, Prey. Yeah, and without spoilers, we'll tell you all about it. Plus, Dave and I have racked our minds for the top five most powerful advertising campaigns. Oh, I think it's best jingles. Or I think it's favorite commercial. We're going to talk stupid shit about TV commercials. Plus, we're going to talk about some web telescope controversy. It's really not that controversial. The fuck it ain't, Dave. Yeah, whatever. Plus, I'm telling a story to my chitrons. Yeah, we're going to update what we're doing in the next three episodes. Epic shit. Yeah, or a horrible flop. And Angus glides gracefully, Dave. Yeah, from one angry fist to another. Whatever. We also have a very important Oswell's update. Now, this one does seem concerning. And I'm going to tell a story of the time I went to a barter fair, took some sort of hallucinogen, and then wrote a hippie song. Yeah, it turned out pretty good, actually. Right, and we'll play said song, which didn't go out on the album that didn't go out, because the fucking record company. Yeah, mainly because your lyrics are insufferable mm. and, and ignorant, right. and I would say generally tone deaf. Right, eat shit, Dave. Right, well, all that and more here on The, the Dave, Dave and Angus Show. Show. It's Dave. I'm so the first thing is, is that Dave and I have starred in a thing. Yeah, it could be very, very bad. We're not allowed to say what it is well, yet. They're still working on it as far as editing and stuff, so we don't even know if it's going out. Dave and I created a masterpiece. No, not in any way. And if things go to plan, which they don't always do here at Scatcast, we know. Yeah, you and I were supposed to have action figures by now. Right, but if it goes to plan, we'll have three episodes of this thing that we did. Yeah, it's really, really bad. I don't think it'll go out. Right, if not, then we'll just be in the studio doing random shit like we're doing today. Right, but maybe. This really is a chicken shit company we're working for, you know that, well, Dave. The, the Scat Cast Network is growing every day, so, I mean, it's just still a baby. I'll baby your face, Dave. Right, well, we got a thing coming out next week, hopefully. Masterpiece. No, definitely not that. All right, well, I want to talk about the Web Telescope, Dave. Right, well. Well, nothing, Dave. They know we're coming for the ice well, so they're trying to beef up their shit. I doubt that. But in this case, they sausaged up their shit, Dave. Right, well, a French scientist, I guess he put out an image saying that it was a sun. But it was a piece of meat, Dave. I mean, he got in trouble, but it was funny, though. Misleading the public about the ice wells is funny to you, Dave? Well, it seems funny to me. Have you ever thought you might be a monster, Dave? Well, maybe. All right, we'll get to the ice wells later, but first. Yeah, you want to talk about the Predator movie? Yeah, we watched it yesterday. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I feel like I liked it too, but I don't even remember how it ended. Right, well. I like the look of the Predator this time. I really like the premise of it. Yeah, 1700s, Native Americans fight a Predator. Yeah, and we don't want to give away much of it. Well, I mean, it's a Predator movie. That's really what happened there. Right. Well, why don't we just weigh in on the score? I give it three and three quarter thumbs up, Dave. And that's out of? I give a total of five thumbs. Five thumbs up. And Angus's movie grading system is far more sophisticated than that, Dave. What? Not all the thumbs have to be up. Right, well, if I was giving stars out of five, I gave it three and a half. I think besides the Angus way, right. the best way to rank this movie is against its franchise peers. All right. So in order, how do the Predator movies fall for you? Well, I didn't even know The Predator from 2018 even exists. Yeah, same seas, but I guess it sucked. That's what people said, but I'll have to watch that. Right, but with the ones you've seen. Right, I still like the original the best. Right. Then number two with Danny Glover was great. Tight. I actually really liked Predators with Adrian Brody. I feel that. No, I like that one. Then Prey, that probably the new one. Really? Yeah, then Alien versus Predator, the first one, and then Requiem is it's your least favorite. Yeah. Alright, mine's similar. I like Predator 1. Yeah, classic. Then Predators with Adrian Brody. Okay. Then Alien vs. Predator 1. Really? Pyramids in Antarctica, Dave? Yeah. That whole movie's about the Oswalds, Dave. Yeah, I do not see how. That's because you're looking through the lens of a sheeple, Dave. Right. You got what we call a sheeple eyes, bitch. Alright. Then comes number two, which is still the shit. Right. Then Prey, which I don't remember how it ends. Well, and then Alien vs. Predator Requiem, which I still like. Yeah, the Predator franchise is fun. So we gotta go watch The Predator. Right. And see for ourselves if it's as shitty as people say. Well, at this point, The Predator's 
had his ass kicked by a lot of folks. Yeah, we Earthlings seem to be pretty formidable foes. All right, so Angus gives some weird dumb scale. Three and three quarter thumbs up. And I'm three and a half stars, so enjoy it on Hulu. Now streaming. All right, now it's time for the Dave and Angus Top 5. Now it's time to do a fucking thing about some Top 5 shit. We did some heavy research for this segment, my friends. Yeah, not really. These are the top five most memorable commercials for any reason of all time. In our opinions. Well, Dave's is all opinion-based. Angus is all empiricals. Yeah, yeah, right, all right. Well, we're not doing the booze to bowl challenge this time, are we? No. Good, because I'm already T-Rash. T-Rash. I might be the Shakespeare of my generation. It's not determined yet. Yikes. All right, the most memorable commercials all time for any reason. Yeah, for me, it's always about the jingle. Yeah, those corporate Illuminati that get inside your brain, man. They do. They're musicological scientists that get in there with them earwormages. I don't know what most of the things in that sentence meant. Well, I'll start, Dave. Ever since I was a little kid, there was this company that just said their name. Right. And they did it in such a way where you're like, well, fuck, forever I'll remember that noise. Okay. Or sometimes just I'll see a mountain I'll think of this. Or I'll see some weird guy in lederhosen. Okay. And I'll just go, Ricola. Yeah. You know? Yeah. How many other companies got away with just saying their name funny? I don't know. You're right, though. You have to think that they hired a jingle guy. Right. And he probably wrote a few songs to give him a choice or two. Right. And they all recognized no, just say their name like this. Ricola. Um, well, it worked on my parents because we had that shit in the house. Yeah, my father didn't believe in making us kids feel any better, so. Right, so that's your number five, Ricola. Indeed. What's your number five? Um, when I think of commercials that really kind of I remember is the Betty White Snickers commercial. Is that the one she's playing football or some shit? That's right. They're playing tackle football in the mud. And she just gets leveled. That's right. And Abe Vigoda is in it as well. All right. Does that make you want to buy Snickers, though? Um, I have bought Snickers since then. Fair. But that's it's fair. I just remember it, though. I think of that commercial when I think of, like, funny commercials that one made me laugh pretty good so over where's the beef and got milk you like to see betty white get creamed by a linebacker i do i did that's my number five my goodness david all right my number four this goes back to when i was a chitron yeah most of mine do too do you remember the bud bowl day right the original with the bottles playing football shit man i cared about that more than the nfl if i remember correctly didn't your father bet on that shit we all did and that was stop animation to start with wasn't it why the fuck would i know that yeah, Dave? It takes like eight hours to do like three seconds what the fuck are we talking about right now dave nothing you're number four is Budweiser's Bud Bowl. It brightened up the late 80s and early 90s, Dave. Okay. Despite its obvious Illuminati scum connections. Yeah, you can't help but throw that in, can you? This show is mainly about education, Dave. Right. Well, my number four is the What's Up? Another Budweiser commercial. Yeah, What's Up? Yeah, I refuse to What's Up with you, Dave. I mean, that was an effective commercial that I remember. Well, as an intellectual, I feel bad about the Budweiser frogs. Remember them? What's that got to do with it? Well, like I said, Dave, as an intellectual, I would say, you know, what you're saying is dumb. All right. What I'm saying, that was a better one if you're going to pick a another Budweiser. The, the arbiter of Budweiser commercials. I'll arbiter your face, Dave. I'm just saying the effectiveness of what's up was pretty fucking high. Yeah, you should be ashamed of yourself, Dave. Right, well, that's my number four. Right, that's a black mark on your soul. That's on you. Okay. All right, number three, we're talking about jingles before. Yeah, a lot of these are popular because of the jingles. Well, fucking cha-cha-cha-chia. <laughs> okay. That's my number three. That shit is in my soul forever. Okay. When I think of a gift that's for a weird person, I'm like, man, do they still make chia pets? Wait, you gave me a chia pet one year. I must have found out they still made that shit. It was a Bob Ross chia pet. <laughs> did it work? I mean, it grew stuff, but Bob Ross did not look well. Nice, but chit 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 chia All right. I'm just walking around sometimes, Dave, and that song will just bing in my head. chia Ah, you heard that too, right? That was Steve. I was just playing it. I found it. You gotta warn a guy, Steve. Jesus. It should, Angus. Right, so chia pet is your number three. Yeah, and I'm looking them up online, and they have a robust selection of weirdos that you can put fucking plant shit in their heads and make them look like they have plant hair. Yeah, it looks like Richard Simmons, Willie Nelson, 
Listen, man, here's your Bob Ross. Well, they have a David Hasselhoff chia pet. I'm pretty sure we're all living in a video game, Dave. Right. All right, what's your number three? Now, it's that old Coca-Cola Mean Joe Green commercial. That's that commercial where that kid badgers the big football player. He's like, hey, drink this Coke after your football game. And the guy's like, no. And the children's like, drink the fucking Coke. What? And then Mean Joe Green just chugs that fucking Coke. That's right, he does. You ever tried to chug a Coke? Yeah, that is not easy. And then the Chitrin walks away all sad, like, sorry, I did the thing. And or I miss my Coke. What? And then Mean Joe Green's like, hey, mopey-ass kid, here's the game jersey I wore, bitch. Yikes. And then he tosses that shit to the kid, and the kid's like, thanks, Mean Joe. Right. And Mean Joe's like, shit, in this moment, I was nice, Joe. Maybe the kid could have recognized that. Right. That's a commercial. All right, we'll have a Coke and a smile, Dave. That's your number three. Yeah, I just remember seeing that. I was just the right age to see it, I guess. Did it smash your little dopamine receptors, Dave? Yeah, I guess so. Well, the Illuminati wins again, Dave. Okay. Now we're digging into the top two for each of us. Yeah, I'm scared to see what you got. How dare you, Dave? Empirical is what I've got. Ricola, Bud Bowl, and Chia Pet. Right, and I've got Betty White Snickers, What's Up, and Mean Joe Green Coca-Cola. Well, my number two goes back to the Anheuser-Busch Illuminati Corporation. Yikes. It's some motherfucking Clydesdales, Dave. Oh, yeah. They mix that music with them horses, Dave. Oh, God. But sometimes they make it patriotic. That's just the Illuminati flexing, Dave. What? In a few instances, they added dogs, Dave. Oh, that's right. I remember that. The Budweiser commercials with the horses and the dogs. An emotional kind of thing. I'm getting teary just thinking about it, Dave. The proud horses and the puppy reunited with its family or something. Yeah, some shit. I don't even remember, but damn it, Dave. Yeah, did it make you want to buy Budweiser? Absolutely not. I don't drink piss. But it did for a short moment make me want to snort the bones of a bald eagle for some reason. What? I don't know. what are you talking about? And like a rolled up flag. I don't know, Dave. It was just a fucking image I got from watching those commercials. Yikes. Their mind control has weird side effects on some of us non-sheeple type. Is that what it is? That's why I said it. Now, Clydesdales, man, that's mine. My Budweiser Clydesdales. And if they throw the dog in there with the puppies, fucking... Mm. Hmm? Yeah. There's witch doctory involved in that whole thing, man. All right, well, my number two is also on the emotional thing. It's a hit your feelers kind of thing? That was the Folgers commercials. Oh, you'd cry like a bitch over those days. No, they always seem to touch me. Like a bitch, Dave. Yeah, yeah, but I can't help but look at a can of Folgers and be like, mm. best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Yeah. Man, they just have a commercial building it all emotional. They'd have you all connected to the characters in two seconds. Yeah, it's like little kids opening presents under the tree. Grandma's here. It's like, oh, and they haven't seen Timmy. And before they get to the course, they're like, Timmy loves you too. Grandma's playing his stew. The best part of waking up is family and dark drugs. <laughs> okay. Well, good for you, Dave. That's your number two. I think so, yes. Yeah, if you're singing the jingle while you're looking at the item, the songwriter has won. Right. All right, it's time for my number one. I'm the most effective commercial ever for you. Now, I must say there's a lot of honorable mentions. I mean, ba 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 I'm loving it. That's fucking in your head for the rest of your life. Sorry yeah, to the- it. Yeah, that's in my world. head now. Yeah, I'm sorry. You should be. Well, there's also like nationwide is on your side. Right, that's pretty catchy. Your worm from hell, Dave. But State Farm's got one too, man. Like a good neighbor, State Farmer cunt. Yeah, but it's usually kid shit that really gets stuck in my head, man. Yeah. Like Huggies. Right. I'm a big kid now. Yeah. Or that my buddy, what? my buddy, my buddy, my buddy. And me. Do you know what I'm talking about, Dave? Yeah, it was like a doll for boys or something. Kid sister. Right, is that your number one? Fuck no, Dave. I'm doing a bit. Oh, okay. These are like other honorable mentions, man. Like that Toys R Us song. Remember that shit? There's a million toys and Toys R Us that I can play with. That was propaganda for Chitrin, Dave. Right. I'm serious. You're like declaring I'm a Toys R Us kid, motherfucker. I doubt it's that nefarious. Plus, it didn't seem to work as they're no longer in business. Yeah, well, Kit Kat Bar had a great... 
great song. Klondike Bar, they had a great song. Liberty Mutual, I want to punch them in the face. What's that one? It's another one where they just say their name over and over again. I'm not singing it. I don't think I remember it. Liberty, it doesn't matter. The Oscar Mayer song was in Earworm. Oh, yeah, my baloney has a first name. Yeah. Now, all the shit directed at kids is nuts, man. Stamp, crackle, pop. And the other thing, the magically delicious. Right. But I said all that to say my number one. Right. What's your number one? Well, it's very controversial, Dave, and I'm not sure the people of this country are capable of handling it. Okay. It's the Yokiro Taco Bell dog commercials, Dave. Okay. What's controversial about that? Well, ask your nearest angry purple-haired person, Dave. Say what? I'm pretty sure it was insensitive, but I'll tell you what. I didn't go to Taco Bell because I saw that dog and thought, wow, I want to eat Taco Bell. You didn't? No, I subconsciously wanted to go to Taco Bell so I could pet that dog. Wait, what? You wanted to pet the dog? Dave, marketing campaigns do weird things to non-sheeple brains. What the fuck are you talking about? The Caro Taco Bell dog is my happy place, Dave. I don't know what that says about you. I think to the purple hairs, it makes me a scumbag, Dave. Right. And I'm not a big fan of chihuahuas, man. I mean, they can be pretty nice, but they're not for me either. But this one seemed like my friend. He was more than a spokesman. He bridged the gap not only linguistically and between nations, albeit through an Illuminati corporation hardly serving Mexican food, but he also bridged the gap between species. What are you fucking talking about? Through that dog, I learned to like dogs again, Dave. Well, that's right. You grew up all stupid. All the dogs, Dave. Right. But it was that Yo Kiro Taco Bell dog when he was teaching me about the deliciousness of gorditas. That I realized dogs weren't pieces of shit. I still didn't want to have one, but now I wanted to pet that one. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I'm very drunk, Dave. I mean, it seems like it's so you Kiro Taco Bell dog. That's your. It is the most powerful commercial in my life, and I guess that makes me a scumbag. You mentioned that. I still want to pet that dog. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn for the my number one. Yeah, top that shit, Dave. Well, Jesus. There's a commercial of a bear fighting a guy, and the guy kicks the bear in the balls. What? And he steals the salmon. Was this a Snickers commercial? No, I think it's some John West salmon or something like that. It's actually for a salmon company? I don't know. I don't really remember. What a great commercial. Right, but that one sticks with me as the funniest of all time. Okay, I'm gonna have to watch that one. Yeah, man fights bear over salmon. And man wins? Yeah, it's an advertisement showing how John West salmon, I believe is what it's called. They get the salmon away from the bears. Where the fuck did you see this, Dave? Um, a, I think it's like a real commercial. Have you ever eaten their salmon, Dave? I, I have not. You have to wonder if this marketing even works or if it's something else the Illuminati's up to, Dave. I'm pretty sure marketing works. That's something a sheep would be sure about, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Alright, recap. Right, my number five, Ricola. Number four, Bud Bowl. Number three, number two, those goddamn Clydesdales, Dave, with the dog. Yeah, it gets you right there. It certainly does. All right, and then the Yokira Taco Bell dog. I'm sorry. Right, my number five was Betty White and the Snickers. It's a good choice. Then Budweiser was a garbage choice and discredits everything you say. What the fuck is wrong with you? You have the ranking of the Budweiser commercials askew, Dave, and it's just, it's maddening to me. All right, whatever. Mean Joe Green Coca-Cola commercial, that's my number three. That kid scared me, then pissed me off in that commercial. Okay, then a series of Folgers commercials. New World Order Illuminati scum know how to smash your feels, Dave. Right. I'm sure I disagree with all the shit you're talking about. So your demise. And my number one is the bear fighting the man for the John West Sam. Which I think Dave made up in his head because I've never heard of that. It definitely exists. To be number one and Angus should know it. Right, well. So your list is gibberish and just opinion based and kind of garbage if I'd say so myself. I appreciate your input. It's imperialistical, so you should. Right, well, let's move on to our next segment. Angus Blackburn Jr. Story Time For the Chitrin's Angus Story Time Angus Blackburn Jr. Story Time For the Chitrin's Angus Story Time Yeah! Today's story, Robo Bear. Or are you two? It's taken a lot to get you into bed. <laughs> Everyone's been watered and drained, the teethies have been brushed, and the booties have been whacked. Yeah. Now it's story time and off to bed. Can mama tell the story? Oh, your mom is very, very sick of you at this point. <laughs> I'm kidding. Don't look at me like that. She loves you. She's just busy with the other fucking Chitrin's. You're not supposed to curse, Dad. You're living underneath the roof that I provide 
out for you. Your father curses when he means to. Okay. I'm good. Can I curse? Uh, how old are you again? I'm this many. Yeah, yeah, go fucking nuts. Fucking shit, shit. All right, shit all right, back. act like you've been there before. Let's not go nuts. Fuck. Now it's time for me Piss. to tell you a story about uh, this bear. Piss. My teddy bear? That's right, now let's do it. Are you sure mom can't tell a story? Yeah, shut your high-pitched wine hole. Fucking all right, shit. Once upon a time, there was a bear named Murphy who lived in Bear City. That bear's name is Berenstein. Well, for the sake of this story, his name is Murphy. Fucking and he lives in Bear City. Was Bear City a happy place? No, the economy sucked. It was weird and everyone was on cocaine. It was cocaine, Daddy. It's what naughty little cubs use to disappoint their parental bears. Oh, does it make you feel bad? Oh, no, it feels great. It's like super candy, but don't you ever do it. Super no, candy. whatever. Back to the store. So Murphy Bear is a cop. And one day he goes to a place where a bunch of evil bears are doing a bunch of things to disappoint their parental bears. Super candy? They were doing drugs and selling drugs and shooting guns and selling guns. Wow. Naughty bear shit. shit. And we'll name the leader of these douchebags Tim after the guy that daddy hates at work. Tim sucks, dad. Fucking shit. That's right. Well, Murphy Bear, who's a policeman, and his partner, who's the non-love interest badass lady bear, we'll call her Betty. They enter the warehouse where the naughty bears are and they get fucked up. What happens to Murphy and Betty Bear, well, dad? Betty Bear gets out of there or wasn't there. I don't remember. But Murphy Bear gets his arms and legs and face blown off. Oh, no, yeah, it's daddy. real bad. There's guts and there's shit everywhere. It's really graphic. <laughs> All his stuffing's everywhere. Murphy Bear. Yeah, he's calling for his mama. It's terrible. Let's go out. Is he dead? For all tents and purses. Oh, no. But it's cool, though, because Murphy Bear, with the help of technology, becomes... A ghost? A zombie? A robo-bear. Mm. He's like 90% machine and 10% bear. So Murphy Bear died? No, Murphy Bear has transformed to robo-bear. What? And let me tell you, robo-bear cleaned up the streets of Bear City. He did his chores? Yeah, he took the garbage out by killing a bunch of naughty bears. He mm. killed drug-dealing bears and gun-running bears. And he was especially strict with bears that lied to their parents. I stole that piece of pie. I know you did, but the story must go on. As Robo Bear legally murdered his way through the pieces of shit of Robo City, he learned that Richie Rich Bears were behind all the shit. Can we go to sleep now? Now we're please. getting to the climax here. There, he goes to confront the Richie Rich Bears, but there's a giant other Robo Bear that's like five times his size. Okay. And instead of claws, this bear has machine guns and shit, huh? and missile launchers, and he's shooting that Robo Bear like, you know, and everything's going everywhere, and shit's falling everywhere, and Robo Bear's like, and the giant Robo Bear's like. And then, like, half the building's like... And it starts crumbling, right? And just as Robo Bear's about to die, here comes Betty Bear to save the day. Non-romantically involved, she comes, helps him. She throws, like, a grenade or something. It's like... And then he remembers some shit about himself as a person when he was just a teddy bear. Murphy Bear? That's right. He remembers his humanity, except for that he's a bear. What? It doesn't matter, but then he's like... Boom, 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 boom. And it kills that giant thing, like, by getting on top of it and shooting it in its head. It killed the giant bear? Yeah, it ripped its guts out and all of its circuits. Uh -huh. It was sweet, man. And then it goes and finds that Tim Bear and he goes and he kills him. He cuts his throat and there's blood everywhere and guts. And he kills like a bunch of corrupt corporate bears. I don't know. Basically, Robo Bear cleans up the city via violence. Should we solve our problems with violence? Yeah, probably. The end. Angus Blackburn Jr. Story Time for the Chitrin's Angus Story Time. Angus Blackburn Jr. Story Time for the Chitrin's Angus Story Time. Yeah. Now it's time for an important Oswalls update. This does seem weird. It has been brought to our attention that there may or may not be pirates that may be involved in our trip to the Oswalls. Especially since we're advertising we're going out way into the ocean away from, you It's know. a highway to the danger zone, Dave, we know. Well, this guy, cast producers have been talking. Well, now we have to raise $30 million, Dave. Right, with the added security, it would be very expensive. Right, well, that's why Angus Blackburn Jr. always has a plan no, B. You rarely have a plan well, B. With some as serious as seeking the Oswalls, Dave, I certainly have a plan B and a C. Um, okay. I think I can seek the Oswalls for $10,000, Dave. Well, if 
are you talking about? It's a voluntary only crew, man. That's BYOB. Yeah, just the amount of fuel that goes into a boat large enough to fit a crew the size that you're talking about is, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, we're going to row that shit, Dave. And have you ever heard of sails? Like you want to do a sailboat? Not really, no, but $30 million, Dave? That's ridiculous. I'm telling everybody that you're going to seek the ice walls and then, you know, not having $30 million. A lot of this seems like tacked on shit, man. Like there's some sort of what? What's the thing leaving the country fee? Well, there's a lot of red tape. Yes. Whatever. The main concern here is $30 million. Uh, well, $30 million. But pirates, yeah. man. I guess pirates are a problem. Angus did not think about that. Oh, I will have a solution. Nothing will stop us from seeking the ice wells. Except for the exorbitant cost of seeking the ice wells. Right. $30 million does seem like a lot of money to raise. Yeah, I would say so. But like I said, I could probably do it for ten grand. Yeah, that sounds like the worst possible idea. Seeking the ice wells on a budget, Dave. Well, I don't know what this seek the ice wells thing is going to end up being in a few months. It's going to be us standing on the ice wells and then going inside them ice wells to the hall of work, Dave. I'm 100% certain it won't be that. I'm just hoping it's not all our deaths. Will you be the one to deny your destiny, Dave? If it has to do with going on a boat with you to the ice wells, fuck yeah. Pathetic, Dave. Right. Regardless on the Illuminati scum fucker, we're going to need some pirate busters. I know there's already security in your crew. We're going to have to take a page out of the book of Gunner Halifax and find us some hired goons. Except for you can't afford to pay them. We need pro bono goons. Right. Well, there's no such thing as ice wells. This Wrong. is a big waste of everyone's time. And no. you should really just stop putting so much energy into it. Incorrect, I'm, Dave. I'm also sick of hearing about it. Boo-hoo, now, Dave. If you do pull this off, I'm stuck on a fucking boat with you. Patreon.com forward slash scatcast. Help us seek the ice wells. No. We've received our first $100 per month donation. Do you guys want to be the second? I mean, we do appreciate that, but no ice wells. Seek them ice wells. Right, this is our last segment of the show. And we're going to set up a song that Angus wrote at a hippie barter fair. Yeah, I did some of them hallucinogenic drugs. And he got all engulfed by human solidarity. Yeah, to my surprise, amongst the hippies and their poopy, poopy smells, I found a bit of serenity that day. Yeah, I mean, he was like, hey, you got to get up. We got to write this song. And while I can't explain what I felt in my little trippy trip, right. I really did feel like I was kind of like one with the universe for a second. Well, that feels like a huge step towards personal growth. Yeah, I punched three separate hippies that night. That's right. Well, you tried to write a song that was meant to bring the world together. Yeah, this was my, I'd like to give the world a coke or however the fuck that goes right it's called you're all my kin and next week may or may not be a weird one we'll see what happens so once again kind of pointless to tell you that right you may or may not expect something yeah something might happen next week but maybe not we're marketing geniuses here at scatcast this was recorded in like 2015 something like that this is the same album as the pussy song i'd like to think this is my least controversial song that's probably true and in case you miss it the general thesis is human beings of all kinds are motherfuckers and that's just the way we be right Stay. Yeah. Different gods and different kind of covers it. Different laws and we didn't pick our mothers and we
sand these days Maybe a couple One big organism in a final place One big happy family Hamlin on race Come on Cycles make the bulk of our decisions Our culture suck each one in his revision And we don't need bombs raining on our children There shouldn't be a question about that No, 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 no Shouldn't be a question about raining bombs on kids One big organism in a finite space One big happy family fucking up this place Come on We're just one race and we're all motherfuckers DNA is my source, motherfuckers Gonna spread the word, we can love one another We're all cousins either way And that is the end of the show. Info at scatcast.com is how to get hold of Dave and I. Scatcast.com leads you to our merch. Patreon.com forward slash scatcast allows you to give five, ten, a dollar, a hundred dollars, whatever you want a month. Yeah, plus there's a link in the PayPal if you want to give us a tip. Seeking the ice walls costs a pretty penny, but it shall be worth it, my friend. Soon we will reclaim what the Illuminati has taken from us. Our knowledge of the ice walls. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know, Dave. Thanks to Zach, our producer, Monique, our producer. Steve, our engineer. The glorified button pusher. Eat shit, Angus. Yeah, yeah. Thanks to Tim, the dumb. Right, Tim sucks. Yep. Thanks for our fellow castmates at Scatcast. Um, okay. Also, a big thanks to Don, the shitbox wizard, and Facebook's shitbox for Scatcast only. Why, it's a lovely place for memes. And thanks to Chris, our Discord dookie slayer. Discord is just a lovely place for Scatcast. Join us in there if you'd like. Say hello to Chris. Say hello to Don. Yep, share a meme. Also, big thanks to Bodie, our quartermaster, and to the entire Seek the Oswalls crew. Those of you Scatcats and Inside Scoopers with multi-passes, make sure you use it. The introduction to my training course is there. Yep, we'll be back next week. Seek the Oswalls. It's the it's the Well, we've got some things to say about some shit. We'll sing some songs, do interviews, and pee against the wind. It's the I'm Show right now, let's go. Bing bong. Ashwells. Yeah,